NFL preseason games are well underway. We'll break down some of the biggest components when it comes to the quarterbacks. We'll talk about the rookie quarterbacks and how they're going to showcase this weekend. Then also the Niners quarterback battle, or is it even one right now? We'll talk about that. And Joe Burrow's injury. How long can he sit out? All that and more here on the Friday edition of the Locked On NFL Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Carter, here with your boy Q. Let's get it. You are Locked On NFL. Your daily NFL podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Friday edition of the Locked On NFL Podcast. I'm Chris Carter. He's your boy Q. We're of Locked On Steelers and Locked On Raiders. Breaking things down for you here on the Friday edition of the Locked On NFL Podcast that you can always find on your favorite podcasting apps and on YouTube. Like this video if you enjoy it. Subscribe to this YouTube channel to get all of the daily episodes that we offer Monday through Friday with all of the different hosts that we have throughout the week uh, to check all of our shows out. And today's episode is brought to you by LinkedIn. LinkedIn jobs help you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on NFL. That's linkedin.com slash locked on NFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Q, we're back, baby. And football. <laughs> Is on the tube. I'm excited. I'm I'm happy to, to see it. Uh, but let's talk about some of these rookie quarterback situations right now, man. You got CJ Stroud, who didn't look his best against the Patriots. But as we know, right, if a quarterback looks one way in the preseason, that's just who they're going to be for the rest of their <laughs> life. They could He's never possibly get better. <laughs> It's just doomed for him. C.J. Stroud, he went 2 of 4 for 13 yards, threw an interception, and was sacked. He had a passer rating of 17.7. Trade him now. He's terrible. No, that's not actually what we're doing here. It's just you know, it was interesting to see him go out there and the, the Texans. Let's not forget that the Texans were like one of the worst teams in all of football last year, and it's not going to take a simple year of just adding C.J. Stroud to fix that. There's a lot of stuff there, but – between him and the other rookie quarterbacks, there's a lot to look at here from him, Bryce Young with the Panthers, and Anthony Richardson uh, with the Colts and how they're going to play out this this weekend. Um, and with the Panthers, Bryce Young, they're going up against the Jets in their second preseason game. We might see a little bit of Aaron Rodgers in that one. That would be, that would be interesting to see. Q, what are you most looking forward to see from the rookie quarterbacks? Well, I just want to see how they operate. Look, I don't take a whole lot of stock in what you see. C.J. Stroud, and as you mentioned, two for four had a pick. I mean, I, I don't really take a whole lot uh, out of that because, first of all, he only threw the ball four times. It's his very first taste of NFL action. Anthony Richardson, he's going to be, uh, you know, baptized into the NFL sooner rather than later. So is Bryce Young. Those are the three guys that were drafted, you know, in the top five as far as quarterbacks go. And as we talked about all the way leading up to the draft, Chris, all of the top quarterbacks are not going to be good in the NFL. So, you know, is it going to be Bryce Young? Is it going to be C.J. Stroud? Is it going to be Anthony Richardson? I'm assuming that one of those guys is going to stick, but every one of them has, you know, I don't want to say warts, but every one of them has room to grow. Uh, Bryce Young, I mean, it's almost like I'm making a joke saying that, you know, he's got room to grow. His, hmm. The whole knock on him is his size, not even his height, but just his, his, his weight. You know, he's a thin yeah. dude. And then C.J. Stroud, you know, everyone talks about he doesn't really run a lot. You know, he likes to pick you apart, uh, pick you apart from the pocket. And then, you know, Anthony Richardson, he doesn't have any experience. So, you know, we'll see. 
Uh, I'm actually surprised that they're throwing Anthony Richardson is in there as quickly as possible, only because he had those 13 starts in Florida. I thought that maybe he's a guy that they kind of bring along slowly since the Colts don't really have super high expectations. I don't believe at least. I think it was going to give him some time to get some burn, maybe even be a guy that comes in, you know, as a gadget guy throughout the course of a game just to get him into – you know, the feel of the game, but not just throw the whole thing at him. But it sounds like he's going to be the day one starter. So he's going to be interesting to see how quickly he could pick up the NFL. C.J. Stroud, I mean, he, he's got, I think, a comfortable situation. His head coach, D'Amico Ryans, has a six-year um, six contract. So he's not going anywhere anytime soon. He's a darling of Houston right there. He's a guy who played for the, the Texans before. So I think that, that he's got a nice little, uh, you know, leash there. And Carolina probably has the best team right now. Right. Out of all three yeah. of those. So, uh, you know, I think they're all in, in good positions, but then they're all in questionable positions as well. So it's just going to be interesting to see which one separates themselves, who ends up being the better quarterback on the better team. It's a big question. And, and, and that's the thing is that talent is not enough. You have to have the yeah. right fit because you can be the most talented quarterback that ever came out of college football. And if you go to the wrong situation, you will fizzle out so fast and yeah. then it'll be tough to regain your confidence. And, and so much of that plays into what what these teams have to do with with their rookie quarterbacks uh here uh on on the season if you had to pick one okay who are you picking to run your team oh man that's a good question that's i i think my gut feeling i think i'd go with bryce young i really do i think that bryce young's probably going to be the best out of all three of those i also like the situation that he's in in carolina because he has so many former of uh, coaches, right? So many former yeah. quarterbacks, so many guys that have been there, done that on the staff. So I think if anything, they're going to help him kind of, you know, learn how to be an NFL quarterback. But also just watching him at Alabama, man, he's a natural leader, right? I mean, even even his last yeah. year at Alabama, they didn't have a very good team and he still did a really good job with them, right? I mean, he's a guy that he's not going to just scramble around all the time, but he's capable of getting outside the pocket. His arm is really good. I mean, it is. And uh, he just, like I said, he's just a good leader of men. C.J. Stroud, I mean, he's an Ohio State quarterback. There's always going to be questions about Ohio State quarterbacks until somebody really breaks through. So he's got a few hurdles to overcome, but I think he's, he's got the goods. And Anthony Richardson, honestly, Chris, is the big unknown, right? I mean, he's yeah. literally at 13 games of, of action at Florida, and you just don't know. You see, I think he has the best ceiling, right? I just don't know where his floor starts. That's, that's the biggest problem, right? I think his floor is very low. And his ceiling could potentially be high, but what, what is he actually going to achieve is a big question. So if I had to pick a guy to start right now, I would go with, uh, with Bryce Young. And, and honestly, it's funny. I'm here in Vegas. I cover the Raiders, obviously. I think that the Raiders were comfortable with Bryce Young, too. I mean, they were hmm. in play to try to trade up to that number one spot. They didn't get it. Uh, Carolina did. But they were, they were trying to trade up to that number one spot. And I think that the only reason they were trying to trade up to that number one spot is to try to get Bryce Young as well. That'd be very interesting, man. Yeah, because it would. I, I, I kind of would be interested to see what it would be like. I mean, I don't think that that would make a – like, I don't think Carolina is going to be a team that's going to make a deep playoff run this year if they even right. make the playoffs. Like, there's going to be a lot of bumps and bruises. But I'll tell you, mm -hmm. selfishly, as a guy that covers a team every day, if Bryce Young was the quarterback for the Raiders and he was going to sit there and learn and, and potentially be that quarterback of the future, I'd be all for it. I'd be excited by that just because, again, I think that he's a hell of a leader. And if there's a guy that's got a chance to be that quarterback, that dude, I think it's, it's more likely him. You know what? I, I kind of agree with you there. That is, that is pretty funny. I want to talk about some of the other quarterbacks out there, and specifically quarterbacks on the same team who are duking it out right now as we approach preseason 
and uh, get you get you to, ready to finish up training camp here across the NFL. We'll do that in a minute here on the Locked On NFL Podcast. Chris Carter, your boy Q, breaking things down. But first, before we do anything else, I want to remind you that this show is sponsored by LinkedIn. There are there every day there are new potential hires available out there, and but every time you try to hire one, hire one, it seems like it's a high stakes wager that could put your small business at risk. That's where LinkedIn Jobs comes in because they make it easy to find people that you want to talk to faster and for free create a new job post in minutes on linkedin jobs to reach your network and beyond to the world's largest professional network of over 810 million people then add your job and purple hashtag hiring frame to your linkedin profile to spread the word that you're hiring so your network can help you find the right people to hire simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn jobs helps you find the candidates that you want to talk to faster. Did you know every week, nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn? Post your job for free at linkedin.com. That's slash locked on NFL. That's linkedin.com slash locked on NFL to post your job for free terms and conditions apply. You are Locked On NFL, your daily NFL podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Back here on the Locked On Steelers podcast, I'm your host, Chris Carter. Hey, hold on, hold on. Locked On Steelers? I said Locked On Steelers. I apologize. Why are you going? So you're trying to bogart. See, you always try to bogart the show, man. See how they see America, America. You are a witness to Chris Carter trying to hustle and bamboozle and capture this show. It's my. You're lucky I didn't say it was the North Shore Drive podcast from the Pittsburgh (laughs) Post Gazette because I also did that show just just right before this one. So So I'm just mixing up my shows. So he's trying. You're trying to steal and take away this show's real title. I'm just saying. You're You're right. You know what? As, as as such, let's just talk about the Steelers for the next 20 minutes. That's what we're going to do right here. No. I'm going to walk off the set. I'm already walking and standing and dancing. I'm going to walk Yo, off the set. Why are you sitting down this week? What is going on? I'm, I'm standing up. I got a desk where I can stand, and you actually project better when you stand. So I'm standing. That's why I'm moving so and shaking. Desk. That, that's what's going on. Yeah, but my desk can lower if I want to. Like, if I want to lower it, I could. All right, so what changed? Because you've been sitting for, like, Because I got a new years. desk. Oh, it's a new desk. Yeah. This was the same desk. No, no, it's new. Okay, okay, okay. I had to, right, I had to right. upgrade myself. I was like, you know. So, so, you, so what you're saying is you're flexing on the show. Yeah. Dark skin tendencies. That's right. That's right. But I, <laughs> I, I still got the name of the show right. <laughs> and listen, listen, listen. If you still got to do Locked On Raiders and Locked On Bets. You're going to slip up one time. It's now. all good. Uh, it's all good. <laughs> anyways, I want to I switch topics now to uh, the 49ers situation because – their quarterback situation is very interesting. As we know, they traded up to get Trey Lance just a couple of years ago, and then they drafted Brock Purdy with literally the Mr. Irrelevant pick, the last guy in, in, in the draft. And now it seems like Brock Purdy is trending towards being the guy who's going to win the number he one He ain't trending. Spot. He is that guy. <laughs> he is that right. I'm trying to be polite. I know, but hey, man, let's hey, let's call it what it is. Brock Purdy's the dude. Trey Lance, who they gave up an arm, leg, their firstborn, and everything, is sitting in the back burner. Man, he's not even in the. He ain't even in the uh, in the passenger seat. Man, he's sitting in the back, like the third row. Right? He's way in the back. 
Just saying. Sam Darnold beat him out. And Sam I Darnold, know. like, if he beats you out for a job, you just, you just in trouble. Right. Exactly. Look, this is the thing, man. And it's funny because the 49ers are actually here in Vegas uh, scrimmaging. They have joint practices going on with the Raiders uh, yesterday and today. And then on Sunday, they have their preseason game. But, you know, on Thursday, literally Trey Lance is the third string. He, he came in in the third string. He, like you said, Sam Darnold beat him out. Sam Darnold took the second, second string snaps. So it just kind of blew my mind. Because I know how much the 49ers gave up for Trey Lance. And every time they tried to put him in a position to be the guy, he wasn't able to take over because of injury. Look, they basically said, hey, I know we have Jimmy G, but he's not going to be the guy. You're going to be the guy. We're going to go get him. Then they go get him. And then they get Purdy as the, uh, you know, in the seventh round. And they say, all right, Jimmy G ain't coming back. We're telling anybody who's anybody you can trade for him right now. We'll give him away for a loaf of bread. And nobody did. They put him on the third field by himself. They didn't even let Jimmy G practice with the people. Then all of a sudden they needed him. And so then they welcomed him back in. You know why they needed him? Because Trey Lance went down again. Right? It's just like, what in the world is going on? So I just, that is one of the biggest mysteries to me is Trey Lance in general. Right? Because he had, he had so much talent and potential coming out of school, but we know about potential. And what he's done so far in the league has been nothing. So I look yeah. at it, and this is just my gut feeling, Chris. At some point, they're going to have to trade him, right? Purdy's going to be the guy, yeah. and they can get any, any, any swing and D to be the backup, right? I mean, as far as I'm concerned, if, they, if Sam Darnold could be the guy, I feel like you could be the guy or I could be the guy, whatever, right? So I don't think that Trey Lance is going to be a guy that's going to stick around there for a long time uh, because it just doesn't make too much sense. So I think they're going to have to trade him off. I just don't know what they're going to get back. They're not going to get the return on investment that they made to get them. They're not going to get half of that back. They sent their first round pick in 2021. Yep. Their first round pick in 2022 and their first round pick in 2023 and a 2022 third round pick. Yep. All that. If you were to look if you were to look at what all of those picks became, the 2021 pick, can you guess who was taken with the pick that they traded away? Um, who did they trade with again? The Cowboys. Oh, um, no, they didn't trade with the Cowboys. Micah Parsons. Oh, so they, they okay, they the trade. Pick. That's right, they traded to number eleven, right? Or they traded up from twelve to where eleven? I don't know. Okay, I I, I, I think they I, traded up. I remember the what? trades now. That's right. It turned into Micah Parsons. Yeah, that would man stud. So, Micah Parsons, Cole Strange, an offensive lineman. He's a good one though. Good one. Good one, not Michael Parsons, but good one. Right, he was the Jenny he was the one that the Patriots uh, drafted. That was from what a Division two or Division three school. Yeah. And everyone's like, "What right. the hell are you doing?" Yeah, but he's a good player. He's a good player. Channing Tindall, a linebacker that was picked by picked by the Dolphins, and this year, defensive lineman Brian Brze mm. of Clemson. Wow, first round pick. So, yeah. imagine all like like imagine if the Niners hadn't given up that big haul. Yeah, and so like I said, with all that being said, they're at some point they're gonna have to trade him, man. I mean, he's not gonna just yeah. sit there behind trade land or behind Brock Purdy and be comfortable with that. At some point they're gonna have to make a decision on a fifth year option, and he still hasn't done anything, right? He's done nothing. So, yeah. I mean, at least Jordan Love and Green Bay has stayed healthy. Yeah. Trey Lance hasn't even stayed healthy. So it's like, what are you doing? And and now I see him taking third string reps. Uh the first snap I saw from him on Thursday, it's a fumble. I mean, he just, he just didn't look very good. But there's going to be a team, Chris, mark my words, that's going to say, you know what? We need a quarterback bad. How about that Trey Lance guy? He had a lot of potential coming out of school. Yeah, but what's Trey Lance done? Who cares? He had potential. He's a quarterback, and we, we need, need something. one. Yeah, exactly. I don't know what they're going to get for him, 
But they're going to have to, I, I think, and everyone I've talked to, anyone who covers San Francisco, I'm like, man, ultimately, does the guy get traded? And they're like, I think so. I think so. Like, we don't know when, but they all think that he's going to get traded. I, I just think that the inevitable's uh, coming down the pipeline. If Brock Purdy comes back and shows that he could be healthy this year, Trey Lance is out of there, as far as I'm concerned. What is your opinion of Brock Purdy? Is he, is, is he, I like is Brock he the Purdy. Truth? I, yeah. And the, just- and the reason why, I, and it's funny, I'm glad you asked me that. Uh, you cover mm-hmm. a lot of college football. I covered yes. the Big 12 when I was still in Texas, and Iowa State plays in the Big 12. I knew how good Brock Purdy was. I remember being at Baylor University when Iowa State ripped off the red shirt and said, hey, Brock Purdy, you go into the game. And they went into the game, and it was late in the season. Everyone was like, oh, my God, why would you rip off the red shirt and, and burns, burn his eligibility when, he's, uh, you know, when, when there's no reason to? It's already at the, towards the end of the season. But I knew then that Brock Purdy was good. I remember what he did to Baylor in that game. And I remember what, uh, you know, David Montgomery was able to do. And obviously, David Montgomery is a really good running back. The Bears selected him, and now I think he's in Detroit. Uh, Matt Campbell. Matt Campbell's a really good head coach there at Iowa State. He's a guy that, matter of fact, had a lot of NFL attention for a while. I know Iowa State's kind of fallen off a little bit as of late. You know why? Because everyone I just mentioned, plus a couple of others, are already in the NFL outside of Mm -hmm. Matt Campbell. So, uh, yeah, I always thought that Brock Purdy was good. I actually was hoping that the Raiders would select him later in the draft to be just like a a, a backup. I didn't think he was going to be a starting quarterback. Like, I I would be lying to you if I told you I thought he was going to be this good. But I knew that he he was good in college. And so I thought that, you know what, if you can get him in the late round, why not? Like, you know how you do those drafts, uh, simulators, and you go through and you make your selection? (laughs) I went through one time. I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, and I got Brock Purdy in, like, round six. And I think that, like, Pro Football Focus gave me an A. And I was like, oh, my gosh, that could be a developmental quarterback. Well, the Niners did me one better. They got him in round seven. And not only is he developmental, he's their damn starter. So, uh, yeah. So, I mean, I, I feel I feel like I was on to something, but at the same time, I didn't know he was going to be that good. But I do believe he's got the tools to, to be really good. And plus, Kyle Shanahan is a hell of a head coach. And so if he's going to if anyone's going to get the quarterback right, it'll be Shanahan. Shanahan has has made a lot of advances in the NFL, and he's, he's yeah. helped out a lot with that. Um, I hear you on that. I just part of me feels like Purdy took advantage of no one knowing what to knowing what to expect with him and thinking less of him. And this is not to diminish his success, but it makes me wonder how good can Purdy be when everyone's looking for him and everyone's like, all right, these are his tendencies. Will he develop counter tendencies? Yeah, I mean, he's people are going to, yeah, people are going to learn what, you know, and and pick him apart a little bit. But the thing about that is San Francisco has a really strong defense and a really good run game. And that's Mm -hmm. always going to help any quarterback. That that would help me and you if we went in there at quarterback because you can rely on the run game and you can rely on the defense so you don't have to have the pressure of having to do too much. That also is what plays into his hand. And also, that's kind of the style of play that was going on at Iowa State under Matt Campbell. It was very pro style and he was very pro ready. It's going to be interesting to see how that how that shakes out and what what continues there to happen with the 49ers. We will continue I'm gonna put to a, I'm gonna put that. a I'm gonna put a crazy not crazy. I'm gonna put a statement out there and I believe wholeheartedly. I believe by the trade deadline this year Trey Lance will get traded. Whoa. Just going right. to go ahead and say that. You can bookmark. Who is taking his shot? Taking you my shot. That, you're guaranteed right? to miss a shot you don't take. Actually, you're guaranteed to not make the shot you don't take. No, you're guaranteed to miss the shot that you don't take. No, because you didn't miss the shot because you never took you, it. You missed it because you didn't even take the opportunity to take it. So you missed it. But, but then I'm shooting zero for zero, not zero for one. You still missed. This is, you don't understand math right I here. I do this understand. Is, you, you're cool. guaranteed to miss the shot that you don't take. 
Because you can't make you it if you don't take it. You know Simple as that. You know you what? Can... You know what? We're heading to break. We're heading to break, and we're talking about Joe Burrow after the break. Maybe. Right? Hey, thanks. But hey, we are going to talk about Joe Burrow because his injury situation is serious. And the question is, when should he return? Jamar Chase says, return when you want. Is he right? We'll talk about that here on the Lockdown NFL Podcast. Stick with us. We'll be right back. You are Locked On NFL, your daily NFL podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Back here on the Locked On NFL Podcast, Chris Carter, your boy Q, breaking things down on the NFL. Let's talk about the Joe Burrow situation. He got into an injury where it was said to be a calf injury and he went down and he's carted off and everyone feared the worst. But could it be Achilles? Could he be out for the season again? And it turns out he's not out for the season, but he does have to sit some time out and, de- and, de- and deal with some injuries there. Uh, Q, Jamar Chase came out and was like, hey, take off whatever time you need. You know, we, we'll, we'll be able to win without you. And that's what that's what leader receivers leaders on teams are supposed to do they're supposed to say hey we we still got to operate things like that but realistically right how many games can joe burrow sit out and not cost his team either pole position in you know in in they're chasing the division because the afc north is really tough and also you know just the playoff positioning because the afc itself is really tough right no it's a good question man it really is and when i saw Joe Burrow go down with the injury. I thought, oh man, it's all bad. And so now he's, you know, he's got the calf injury. I don't know how long he's going to be out. As you mentioned, Jamar Chase said, we don't need him for the beginning of the season. We need him for the end. Well, if you're not successful during the beginning of the season, the end ain't going to matter, right? I mean, right. there's a there's a fine line because he's not wrong, and, and you got to have your guy, you got to have your quarterback healthy. You know, with Joe Burrow behind center. Uh, the Bengals are favored more times than not. Their window to go to the Super Bowl is all, is wide open like some old school TV in 10 as, as long as Joe Burrow's behind center. So you want him out there as much as possible, but you also don't want to put him in harm's way. And when he went down with that calf injury, Chris, I immediately thought of KD when he was with the Warriors and he mm. went down and he ended up coming back and then he ended up tearing his Achilles. That's immediately what I thought. I was like, oh, man, it's KD all over again. So my opinion, he's got to really err on the side of caution. He's got to... Make sure that thing is 100% healthy before he gets out there. But as you know, you cover a team in the AFC North. That's a damn good division, right? And it their is. first two games of the season, guess what? Our division games. I think Cleveland's yep. going to be better with uh, Deshaun Watson now removed from a, a game, a six-game suspension and removed from you know most of the issues that he had going on off the field. I think he'll be better. I think Kenny Pickett in, in Pittsburgh is going to be better. And I know Lamar Jackson is going to be better in Baltimore. So, if you get too far behind in your division, you might not have a chance to come back. They, they cannot afford to play around, not with this division, not with this year. Uh, like you said, there's talent across the board in, this, in, in the AFC North. I cover the AFC North. It is wild to see the differences between the teams, but also the similarities. Right. Because, like, the Ravens, the Ravens, like, when the Ravens were giving the Bengals fits before the goal line stuff that turned into a fumble, that turned into a, a long touchdown, <laughs> but, like, it can get it can get gritty around Pittsburgh when it come, when it comes to football. So that's another thing that I'm looking forward to kind of breaking down more is more people get excited more about football and just having it regularly back. That's awesome. But Q, I, I look at this AFC North. Yeah, talk to me. It's your Joe, division. Talk to me. If the Bengals are, are without Joe Burrow for two games, I think they can overcome that. I think they can okay. still win the division. They'll figure out how that works. If the Bengals are missing him for a month, I think it becomes a problem. Right. 
Now, I think that the Steelers have been prepping their tight ends for this. They've been bulking them up, trying to get them to, I think, be ready for, for, for that moment. Let me ask you this. What's the schedule look like? What's the Okay, so the first two games, Cleveland, Baltimore. Who's after that? Rams. Rams. They okay, that, Rams that's, that's, now, I will say this. The Bengals, the Bengals benefit from getting – they play the Browns on the road week one. Right. Week but Trevor two. Simeon, if Trevor Simeon is behind center, I'm not buying that as a winner. Right? No. You're, you're yeah, not yeah, telling me that, Trevor Simeon's going to make you a favorite against Cleveland. You're not telling me Trevor Simeon's going to make you a favorite against Baltimore. I refuse to believe that. I agree. But week two and week three, they are at home. Okay. And they could maybe pull something off. Now, now here's the other thing is that. Not without, not without Joe Burrow. You're not beating Baltimore without Joe Burrow. Nope. And, and I mean, they almost lost to Baltimore's backup last year without with, with Joe Burrow. So. There's that. And then they have the Rams also at home. That could be a get right game. Yeah, they, the they might well win that are, one. Yeah. Right. I, I can see that. But they need they need time because I, I truly look at this. If they start the season out 0 and 2, there will be panic buttons ready to be pressed. I'm sure. So they what okay, so what's there. week three? Okay, week three is the Rams. Who's after that? Then they have they're on the road back to back weeks, Titans and Cardinals. Cardinals, I could definitely see them winning that one. I think Cardinals are going to stink, but the Titans are a big question for me too. I don't know yeah. if the Titans are going to be good or not. Shout out to my man Tyler. I don't know. Uh, you know, listen to Lock On Titans, and you'll find out if they're going to be good or not. But um, yeah, I, I, look, out of those five games, I, I look at the Cardinals as okay. That's the one that they'd win if if Trevor Simeon was in there and not Joe Burrow. The rest of them, I feel like the first two, I think, are definitely L's, and I have questions about the Rams and the Titans. So. Yeah, I think Joe Burrow needs to be there, right? To be a really good team, you got to have Joey B. But yep. you also have to have him healthy. So it's like a damned if you do, damned if you don't situation. So hopefully he doesn't miss any time. But the, the fact that we don't know what the timeline is is something that I'm already concerned about for a team that I believe is the second best team in the AFC in general. I'm right with you. Patrick Mahomes on the quarterback Netflix show said that there's one quarterback that he's like, if I go up against him, it's war and it's Joe Burrow. He didn't name Josh Allen. He said, I'm pointing to I'm pointing to yeah, Joe Burrow. The, so he respects that man. Yeah. I mean it's a it's a rivalry. It's yep. it's they've they've now knocked each other um out of out of the playoffs and back to back seasons and on their way to Super Bowls. Right. Now granted one team won the Super Bowl, one team didn't, but um I just I, I think that the the uh the AFC North is in a position where it's going to be highly competitive. It's going to have a lot of different things coming together. The Steelers offense that I've been watching in training camp for the past the past several weeks, they are much more efficient than, than they used to be. Yeah. And I don't know if that's going to translate to, you know, them dominating the division or anything right, like that. Right. But I think it's going to give them more opportunities where they didn't have them as much before. I think that division is easily probably going to be the best division in football. And that's why mm -hmm. I'm saying it's so concerning if Joe Burrow's not there. Again, like he said, as long as he's under center, uh, their window to go to the Super Bowl is wide open. But if he's not, then there's questions. So they want to get him back sooner rather than later. And I think you hit it on the head. If they're out the first two games, even though they're division games, they're probably division losses, okay, you can rebound from that. If you're out four games, if you're out five games, then, you're, then you got a problem. I don't care who you're playing. You, you, got, to, you, you got to be able to have your guy behind center. I, I hear you on that. The quarterback position will be closely watched all throughout preseason. We'll have updates here on the Locked On NFL podcast, as well as all of our Locked On NFL shows. We have Steelers, we have Raiders, we have Bears, we have Broncos. Like, there's so many different shows. Go check them out here if to, to find to find your favorite team uh, for them for them to, to, to listen to us talk about them because we got hosts from all over the place. He's your boy Q. He covers the Raiders 
with the Raider Nation Radio Network, as well as the Locked On Raiders podcast. Cue let people people know where they can find you, follow you, and get more of your work. I mean, everything is on Twitter, man. Just check me out on Twitter at your boy Q254, at your boy Q254. Links to everything, Locked On Raiders, Locked On Bets, Locked On NFL, whatever the case may be, the link is right there. Again, in the Twitter bio, I guess it's X now, but I still call it Twitter because that's just how I roll. At your boy Q254. What about you, Chris? I also still call it Twitter. I don't know what the heck they, 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 they that's just not going to work. Anyways, I'm Chris Carter. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Carter Critiques. You can read my work at the Pittsburgh Post Gazette, where I cover all things Pitt athletics. And uh, you can also check out my work uh, here on the Lockdown NFL podcast, as well as the Lockdown Steelers podcast. Uh, thanks again to Q for being such a great partner. We're always happy to have, have him with us. Um, we'll be back again next week, breaking things down and what we see heading into week two. Of, pre- of preseason for most teams and uh, getting you guys ready for that. Thanks again for checking us out. We'll see you again very soon.